everyone. I'm Bailey. I'm Drew. And I'm Lacey. And, and we're, we're sarcastic, sarcastic, so let's get sinister. So I'm going to be telling you guys about the very... say hello to each other. <laughs> You're so ready. Hi, how are you? Oh good my morning. god. Hanging on to this case. How are you doing? We're doing good. Okay. Um, how are you? I'm okay. How good? Lazy? I'm well, thank you. Good, okay. Now do you want to get in? Yes, please. Instead of acting like an animal and just jumping right in? Sorry. I'm so eager. All right. <clears throat> So I'm going to tell you about the very, um, I'm a tragic, I feel like that's kind of cliche to say tragic, but like, it's very upsetting. Sad? Sad. Murder. Should I go on thesaurus.com? <laughs> Where? Yeah, look up the thesaurus. Yeah, I need some different adjectives to sure. describe. Let's see if Tragedy. I can any of these. Disastrous? Um, nah. Catastrophe? catastrophic yeah i feel like more you you need to get more sad yes the devastating Lose demise horrendous i'm gonna say devastating demise dreadful like the alliteration unfortunate let me know when you're done i'm done okay deplorable can't have so them. many d's <laughs> the ones i can pronounce <laughs> we haven't even said who we're talking about mm, who are we talking about I'm choking on my coffee. Let me do it again. I'll do it again. Mm, who are we talking about? I'm going to leave all that in. Oh, no. But yeah, you're going to sound like a fool. All right, girl, get it together. I am going to be telling you guys about the devastating demise of Seth Tyler Jackson. It's alliteration in there. Devastating demise. Oh, okay. So this story is going to be taking place in 2011. April, to be specific. That's so, recent. Yeah. The month, yes. 2011, not so much, but yes. Do you disagree? Well, no, no, no. It's just like all my cases take place in like the 1900s, so. More recent than yours. Even the 1900s makes it sound like it was 200 years ago. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so April 2011 is where we're going to be taking place in, I looked it up, but now I forget, Kala, Aqua, Aukla, Florida. Sure. It's a city in Florida. Florida it's sure. Florida. Who cares? Just say it was in Florida. Don't offend our listeners. Floridians. We're having a weird start to this one. <laughs> I know. It's getting really weird. All right, now. ready? Shh. Ocala. 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 Ocala, Florida. Okay. So, Seth Tyler Jackson was a regular teenager. He was born February... 3rd of 1996. Oh. So a little bit older than you. By like a few months. Yeah. Oh. He was born in Bellevue, Florida, and he grew up with two older brothers in nearby Summerfield, which is in Mar Marion County. He attended Bellevue High School and dreamed of being a UFC fighter. So... The whole, this whole thing is like, they call it like a twisted love triangle. Love triangle. Oh no. 
Seth is part of the triangle. And the one right in the center of it is a girl named Amber Wright. Seth started dating her when he was 14 and she was 15. And they started dating in December of 2010. Okay. Okay. Things went sour fast and they broke up in March of 2011. They fought constantly. Seth allegedly was physical with Amber and Amber allegedly cheating on cheated on him with the other part of this triangle. His name was Michael Shane Bargo Jr. Michael Seth, Shane Amber, and Michael. Yes. Now, Michael was born April 29th, 1992. So he was much older. Well, 4 years older than Seth. So he was 18 when Seth and Amber started dating. And so is an 18-year-old dating a 15-year-old? Yes. Okay. Once um, Amber and Seth broke up, they began getting really nasty with each other online. Seth was calling her names and, like, I have, I have a screenshot of, like, they were, like, commenting but doing, like, really passive-aggressive comments, like... Like statuses that are just the way like, that kids are on social yeah. media, obnoxious. So like, so Seth on April eighth at twelve fourteen a.m. commented saying, "Ha ha ha! This bitch is dumb as fuck, bro. She can't fight my n word. I bet your son can whip his piss ass, puss ass probably. It's blurred out." Mm. And then Amber commented um, at four fifty three a.m. Which, when do these kids sleep? She said, see, just like I said, Seth, stop being childish. And how the fuck did I cheat on you the whole time when I pretty much lived with you when we were together? I was with you 24 fucking 7, so stop talking shit. That's all you know how to do is get drama started. And how am I a hoe? What, because I dumped you because I got fed up with you throwing me into walls? She spelled throwing wrong. I was tired of you calling me a cunt and a whore every day. They blur out like the middle of the word, so I have to try and figure it out. Um, I got tired of you treating me like I was nothing. If you're so fucking perfect, why don't you get over the jealousy you have and get yourself a new girl you can fucking hurt? Because I'm sure enough done. Oh, and about the cheating thing, you're the one that fucking cheated on me with Gil the whole time. I feel like that might be a misspelling. And didn't say anything till, hmm, three fucking moths later. We can make fun of her. She's a piece of shit. Oh. You know I fucking cared deeply about you. I stuck with you through a lot of shit. And now you want to sit here and trash talk me to people that don't know me. And the funny thing is, you know I'm not a fucking hoe. But you continuously have something new to say about me. She's been continuously correctly, but throwing wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Is because I can see your laptop. She wrote a f- that. That's yeah, that's a fucking her. paragraph. Yeah, and then this is her too. So, in- did she run out of characters on Facebook? So that was posted at four fifty three, and then at four fifty five, she wrote, "But it's all good. Run your mouth all you want because I know I'm ten times better than you. It takes a real man, caps all caps, to she accept. She's a man. She used the wrong accept. The fact that he got broke up with, but it's obvious." Here that you're not being a man about the situation. You're being and little kid about it. And no, I'm not talking shit. I'm speaking the truth. And you know it just as much as I do. And then at 1142, 
Seth responded saying, Amber, if you would go back and read some of the shit I wrote, I said I was done with you and you should be done with me. They both sound like they're not Side quite note, done with each other. Side note, he is technically a little kid. He's 14. Yeah, he's younger like, than... Okay. Well, yeah, so it's like that kind of shit online. They were just being really mean to each they other. They also were living together for three months that they were together? I, I think she said basically. Like, they were she probably was over his house constantly. Yeah. Okay. So, um, that was the kind of narrative that Amber was pushing. Mm. So, Michael Bargo exuded intense hatred for Seth. He believed that he was had abused Amber. So... I feel like Amber is... Uh, a little shitster. I, I feel... I, I have an idea of what's going to happen. Um, Let me keep going, then. Yeah. That April, Seth's mother overheard michael confronting her son at their home she heard him say i have a bullet with your name on it oh michael had a record of theft and openly carried a gun so this 18 year old is threatening a 14 year old yeah it gets worse are you ready um so apparently so um okay so they were 14 when they started dating but you'll if you remember seth was born in february of 96 and when they broke up in March, he had turned 15. So now he's 15 when Michael's getting involved with him. So it's a little better. Oh, sure. Um, okay. <laughs> so apparently Seth, being 15 at the time, got in a physical altercation with Mike, who at the time was 18. That's that's supposed to make it better that he's... Seth won the fight, <laughs> which pissed Mike off. Well, sure. And now I'm going to introduce you to some other characters in this little okay. play. Amber's half-brother, Kyle Hooper, oh boy. who was Hooper. 16 at the time, also had a problem with Seth because he caught Seth in bed with his ex-girlfriend. Oh. Wow, these kids are so young. Florida's crazy, man. I don't know. They have nothing to do down there. Um, I don't Beaches. They can at least go to the beach. <laughs> you want to go to a Florida beach? Uh, Disney World. Do the weird side, stuff these kids but, are like, doing. Side note, uh, my... One of my coworkers saw something online that was like a news article that this giant, like, mass of seaweed that smells horrendous mm. is like at the edge of Florida. So, yeah. I don't I mean, know why. Our, our alternative is like Jersey. Delaware beaches are fun. I don't like, know we why. We have good beaches. When you mentioned the seaweed, that yeah. reminded me. Did you guys hear about all that pasta they found in New Jersey? Yeah! Yes! My mom was telling me about that. That's insane. Do you know they figured out what happened? No, so, tell me. Apparently, some guy, after his mom died, he decided to, like, get rid of all the pasta she had in the house. But, like, didn't he cook it all? Yeah, it was cooked in Well, sauce. I thought they said it wasn't cooked, but because it was outside for a while, it, like, absorbed all the moisture. Oh, and maybe. All oh, by that that makes sense. But, like, why? The photo had, so like, it had red sauce on it, I'm pretty oh, sure. Really? No, it didn't. I thought so. Google it. Right. It was all like just plain pasta. So he was like, "Mom died. I gotta get rid of all our pasta." Let me instead take it of in taking the woods it to a, it yeah, instead of taking it to like a soup kitchen or Grief donating it. Grief is weird. People handle things differently. Grief is weird. <laughs> I'm gonna dump the pasta. What's, see what stage of grief do you think that was? <laughs> Bargaining. <laughs> but he left what? it. Who was the? He left it for the New Jersey Devil. So uh, much pasta. Yeah. Anyway. Do you think he had to keep making multiple trips? Do you think he had a wheelbarrow full of boxes and he got out there and opened them up and just dumped them up? Yeah, that's my thing. Like, did he was it in boxes and then he just dumped it out? Or did she just have hundreds of pounds of loose noodles? I don't know. Maybe 
maybe like so then i was like well maybe it is cooked and maybe grandma was like i don't know preparing for the end of the world like cooking pasta ahead of time yeah pasta spilling anyway and you can cook pasta over boiling water. So I just, I want you guys to keep everybody straight because there are like oh, six yeah. people involved. So, I forgot we were seven, talking about murder. Seven people involved. Mike, Amber, Seth is our victim. victim uh, and Kyle is Amber's half brother who's a year. Seth in bed with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Mm. And he's just a year older than Amber. So Kyle was living in a mobile home owned by Charlie, who was 18 years old. She also lived with Michael. And a 20-year-old man named Justin Soto, a.k.a. Roach. That's a fun nickname. Yeah. We, can we make nicknames for each other? So, mobile home. I don't want to be a bug. Charlie, Charlie owns a mobile home. And in it, she has Kyle, who's 16. Charlie's a girl? Or? Yeah, okay. Charlie's a girl. Kyle, who's 16. Mike, who's 18. And Roach, who's 20. Okay. And Mike These is the are... same Mike from the Love Triangle. Yes. Okay. These people are too grown to be getting involved in this love drama with. They're not even that. Schoolers. Charlie, Mike, and Roach are the adults. Yeah, that's like three. Well, you're you're. Wait a second, because you're gonna get more upset if this <laughs> is what okay. you're like. They're hanging out with kids this young, aka. It's Amber. hard not to get. It's hard not to get sucked Kyle in. Kyle is, is sixteen too. He's yeah. also a child. Like, I mean, if those are your friends, you're not, you don't have mature friends, so you have no reason to act mature. So, in early April 2011, Mike and Kyle challenged Seth and his friend, who's not named, to a fight at a mutual acquaintance's home, which happened to be Charlie. So, Charlie was an acquaintance of Seth as well. Charlie Ellie is her name. They, um, her mobile home was in a rural trailer area in Summerfield, so nearby. When Seth was approaching the home, though, he and his friend heard a gunshot and then left. That's probably smart. Yeah. Mike, who kept a twenty-two caliber Heritage revolver inside of Charlie's home, had shot at Jackson and his friend to, quote, scare them off a little bit. Yeah. So he, like, Challenged him to a fight and then was like, I'm going to scare him off. I didn't know he'd show up. He probably remembered that the last time he beat him. And he was embarrassed. <laughs> so now this is this is the big cast, okay? Because this is where we're going to okay. be. One night, Charlie, who's 18, Kyle, 16, Amber, 15, Mike, 18, and Justin, a.k.a. Roach, 20. Some guy named Brandon, who is unimportant, and Kyle and Amber's stepfather, James Havens III, who is 37, we're all hanging out. Sure. Um, okay. Brandon was playing music on a guitar while Mike was snorting pills. Sure. Brandon and James left. It's probably his vitamins he's snorting. The guitar player and the stepfather both left. Mike said that he was in the mood for murder. As one is, sometimes. So Amber texted Seth and lured him over under the guise of making up and becoming friends again. Amber requested that Seth keep the meeting a secret in case they actually couldn't work it out. Seth initially sensed the trap and replied, also, by the way, we have all of their text messages. So Seth responded to Amber saying, Amber, if you have me jumped, I will never give you the time of day. 
It's like he knew. Mm, I'm worried about Seth. Amber assured him that that was not going to be the case and convinced him to come over. She said, I could never do that to you. I just want you, me and you back. Also, but after she wrote all that bullshit on... You know how teenagers are. They're so obnoxious on social media. By the way, just a quick side note. When he said, Amber, if you have me jumped, he spelled jumped J-U-M-P-T. That's cool. Sounds Shakespearean. It's like, if you have me jumped. I read a bunch of their, like, messages and stuff on the social media, Facebook. Yeah, they're using Facebook. And their texts. Terrible spellers. Well, they and can't I feel bad. In school, and they've got all this other drama. Well, it's annoying because like Amber can clearly spell like continuously, <laughs> obviously. You don't but... have that spell check or autocorrect. Okay, but she's spelling. Look, ready? Um, hold on. She spells your or you. Y U U. You. And your your is the same thing with an R. Drew, she's emotional. She's typing very fast. I know, but I'm just saying. Why she's going through she... a lot right now. Jump okay, can you please respect Amber? All right. So Seth Absolutely met not. Charlie and Amber on a street corner, and walked back to Charlie's together. The boys. Why didn't you just stay on the street corner? Mike Roach and Kyle. They wanted more privacy. Mm. Mike Roach and Kyle were hiding in a bedroom. Mm. Mike told him to do it now, so they all rushed out. Kyle and Roach hit Seth over the head with sticks. Mm. Seth stood up and tried to escape. Charlie grabbed Amber and they hid in another bedroom. Despite being complicit in the murder and luring him to his death, I don't think that they were really expecting what was going to happen. I think I think they were genuinely shocked because there's also all their interviews and interrogation tapes and stuff and they seemed like genuinely like... Cause how bad does it get? How old was Charlie again? Sorry. Charlie's 18. Okay. I do feel like Amber probably is excited to be hanging out with some older kids. Yeah. Feeling like she's part of this older group. Probably thought Seth was going to get jumped. Mm-hmm. But was okay with that. But I could see her not anticipating. I, I, I think maybe she kind of like in her head, she was like, he's going to, they're going to beat him up. Mm-hmm. And then when she actually saw it, she was like, oh shit yeah and i think charlie kind of knew where it was gonna go and, and she was she like we need them. i also think like maybe charlie is a little bit like older sistery yeah to amber and she was like i need to get you out of this room yeah because it's not gonna be something you want to say <sighs> so mike shot him in the back oh but that didn't stop seth he made it outside he fell down the steps of the trailer and he made it outside roach tackled him and held him in a headlock while Mike shot him continuously. Jesus. Roach hurt his knee and rolled away, and Mike shot Seth in the head. So poor Roach. Oh, I hate knee injuries. Hurt his knee. Then Kyle and Roach carried Seth into back into the mobile home and put him in the bathtub. They kept hitting, kicking, and cursing his body while Mike kept shooting him. Mike broke Seth's knees so his body would fit inside a sleeping bag. And once inside the bag, Roach went to get firewood. They burned Seth's body and two tires to try and cover up the smell. So this was, like, for sure thought out, premeditated, and planned. Yeah. Roach stayed outside all night and watched the body burn. Bleach was was used to remove the evidence inside. 
Amber said that Mike had come into the bedroom that Charlie and she were hiding slash crying in and told them, I love you both, but I will kill you if you say anything. Sounds like love. Well, having just like killed somebody else. Okay. I believe you. Yeah. The next day, Mike removed the teeth from the skull. They packaged all the ashes and remain and remains into paint cans. Then they asked James Havens, the stepdaddy, to come and give them a ride. The t- they took the cans to the quarry that Mike liked to hang out in. They used a dog's leash to tie the cans to cement blocks, then threw the cans into the water. And so, I'm, I'm not sure exactly when it happened, but at some point, Mike had a shovel and was hitting Seth's corpse with it, even though he was totally dead. So, like, even though he was dead, Mike was still, like... Going after him. Using yeah. the corpse. So, the next morning, after they dumped everything into the worry, the worry, the water in the quarry, Seth was reported missing. Kyle saw the news and immediately felt guilty. He told his mom that he knew where Seth was, then told her sort of a true story. He kind of left a little bit out. Yeah. His mom, kudos, took him to the police to give a report. Good. Amber, Charlie, and Roach were arrested and taken into custody. Their interrogations were lovely to watch. Oh, boy. It broke it down. like the, So the video I watched broke it down into, like, the methods the police were using and the body language the killers had. It was a very, like, analytical thing. Yeah. Um, so body language, the words they used, all the signs behind it was really cool. If you guys would watch it. So Kyle was the first to break. The police used his report to break the others, and then they finally got, like, a full truthful story. It was funny. They let Amber, Charlie, and Kyle sit in a room together that had a camera in it. And they clearly had no idea that there was a camera and were just, like, talking to each other. Charlie's main concern was that her husband was going to leave her. Which, she had a fucking husband? 18. 18 with a husband living with three other guys. It's Florida. Okay. (laughs) And then Amber was like, quote, Oh my god, I'll be 20 when I get out. Woe is me. She thinks she's getting five fucking years. <laughs> she's a minor. Mm-hmm. She clearly didn't understand the extent of what she had done, being the one who lured him in. Yeah. yeah. Roach had been whining to the detective about how his life was ruined now, and he had been trying to go straight and wanted to join the military. Oh. So part of his going straight was helping to kill somebody. Yeah. You... Different strokes for different yeah. folks. It was just, like, it was really annoying to watch them because it's, like, everybody, they were, so the three of them were sitting in a room, Roach was in another room, and they were all just whining about how their lives were ruined, and they just, like, I mean, some more than others, but they were all involved in murdering, dismembering, burning, yeah, dumping. And also, fuck them, what about Seth's life and yeah. his future? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, like, I think her direct quote was, he's not gonna wait for me. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, but bitch, you fucking killed somebody. So why do you have so many guys living in your home? Why are you friends with a 15-year-old? My husband's gonna be so These mad. are all excellent questions. So, now that the police had the truth, they needed to find Mike. Mm. So they got all of because they went to the trailer park after Kyle went to the police and told them, and they found Charlie, Roach, 
and Amber all in the trailer home. Mike was not there. I mean, at least they got most of them. So they were like, okay, so it seems like Mike is the one that we really need to get. So we need to find him. Um, And guess what? They found him? They did. Oh! Oh, So after disposing of the body, Mike went to hide out at his out-of-town girlfriend's house. What? What in that report? What's your question? What? It's Florida. Okay. So his out-of-town girlfriend lived with her dad and her dad's girlfriend. Mike had told the dad a story. Oh, no. He said that the this guy had raped a girl he viewed as his little sister. So, as revenge, he shot him eight times. <laughs> but t- wasn't Mike part of a triangle? Yeah. But he... Okay. So, it, it's a little... Got it. Yeah. It's not 100% the truth. So, I want you to kind of imagine this. Your daughter is dating this guy from out of town, and he comes to stay with you for a while. No. And then just kind of tells you that this guy raped a girl you view as your little sister, so you shot him eight times. Mm, What do you think the dad said? Let's call the police? Close. He said, I don't need this kind of drama. You need to turn yourself in. That's a good dad. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. Mike agreed. Oh, and wow. <laughs> and the dad said, I'll even take you to the police office. The, the police office. I'll even take <laughs> The you- office of the police. <laughs> I'll even take you to the police station. But I need to make sure it's okay with my boss. Because, you know, I'm supposed to go in and work. Imagine that conversation with your boss. I gotta take my daughter's girlfriend to... Boyfriend? boyfriend to- oh, yeah. I gotta take my daughter's boyfriend to the office of the police because he just told me he killed somebody. Yeah. No, no, so, no. Shot someone. We, he might not be dead. It's only eight times. Maybe he missed. Maybe he got him all in the foot. The dad had a really strict job, is what he told the police. He was like, I can't just, like, call and not show or not show up, which could just be a good worker, too. I feel like most jobs are like, you need to come to work. (laughs) Most jobs expect you to be there. Yeah. That's a good excuse, though. So, dad went to tell his boss that he needed to run an errand really quickly. And Um, then... I mean, he didn't want to go into... He said he didn't need that drama. He didn't want to tell the boss. <laughs> That's true. I thought he said, I have a really strict boss. Yeah. So I told him I had to run an errand. Yeah, it is an errand. So when dad got home, police were already at his house. The police first interviewed the dad and his girlfriend. And turns out while dad was away talking to his boss, Mike also confided in his girlfriend and told her what happened. So not Mike's girlfriend, but dad's girlfriend. So Mike told Charlie and Amber, if you tell anybody about this, I'm going to kill you. And then immediately went and started telling other people. They were out of town. That's true. And that was his girlfriend's family. He trusts them. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, so he didn't tell them. I think he felt, I don't know. I feel like he was trying to cover his, I don't know. He he told them both that this guy had raped his sister. And so he killed them. Yeah, he's trying to, I feel like maybe he's guilty and he's trying to justify it to himself. Yeah. More so. Anyway, they brought Mike in for an interview. Um, I watched the interview. He, uh... Does he crack like a, uh... It's it's much briefer than the others. (laughs) He walks in, flops into the seat with so much attitude. Oh, boy. Like, Like, ugh. 
Then he requested that the cuffs be removed because his wrists are oh, They no. start to chafe after a while. I, I know. They made it so tight. He needs lotion. They read him his rights, and he immediately lawyered up. So that was the end of that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, police obviously had enough for search warrants. So they, you know, searched. And they found the murder weapon and ammunition concealed in Charlie's trailer as well as burnt human remains in the fire pit. Then they went to the Ocala? Ocala. Ocala. Quarry. Quarry. And they found a five-gallon bucket with a, with a plastic bag that was floating in the water, and a diving team found two more buckets weighed down with cinder blocks. So I have pictures for you. That's what they pulled out of the water. Okay. So there's a bucket, there's a bag. So... Forensics found DNA from Seth's blood was mixed in with several defendants' DNA in blood blood splatters throughout the home. Forensic anthropologists and expert DNA analysts, meanwhile, confirmed burned tissue and bone remains from the fire pit in the quarry came up from... The remains were consistent with a biological and teenage male child of the Jacksons. So... Everyone was tried separately as adults. In June 2012, Amber, Kyle, and Charlie were convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison. Good. Justin, a.k.a. Roach Soto, pleaded guilty and also received life in prison. Amber appeared for a retrial in early 2016, also ending with the same verdict. She was then sentenced to serve life in prison again. Good for her. Um, and she's gonna get out at like 20 guys what is she gonna do I don't know in 2018 James Havens III the stepfather who yeah. drove them yeah. was charged as an accessory to murder after the fact for helping dispose of the body oh did he he knew I don't know if he actually knew but like they must have been able to prove that he did or else he wouldn't have it been it seems like well he I don't know I feel I'm like sure if he he had like pr- I mean, it's a weird we're thing. We're dumping things. Yeah. Like, and we probably also. It's like, talked so about if someone says, hey, I need you to help me dump this bag into this river, you can't just say, okay. <laughs> you, you're supposed to be yeah. like, no, or what's in the bag? Yeah. Okay. So I think even if you're unaware of what's in it, just dumping it into the river is an accessory. So, tip of the day, you always ask what's in the bag. Yes. Or just don't do it. He pleaded guilty and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. In 2020, Charlie's lawyer actually filed an appeal and earned a retrial on claims of an ineffective defense team. Charlie accepted a plea deal for second-degree murder, reducing her sentence by a decade. With time served, she was released at the age of 27 in June 2020. Seth Jackson's mother said she was stunned and saddened. She said she needed more time to process what happened before making any further comments. Which, I mean, out of all of them, Charlie was, seemed to be, like, the least involved. Yeah. She didn't actually lure Seth there. She didn't, invo- like... It also doesn't seem like she, like, she probably, I mean, heard of Seth. But, like, she didn't, like, know him or, like, have like, as bad as hatred towards yeah. him. Yeah, they were listed as mutual acquaintances. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think that just... Seth's mom was like, all of them need to go to jail forever. It also, I mean, it was Charlie's house, and she could have, like... Kicked them out? Tried to stop at any I point. Know. 
but left. I feel like once Seth got there, it yeah. was kind of a runaway train. And the best, the I think what she did was try and I don't know. She could also could have like spoken up and like said, "Amber, no, don't bring him to my house." Yeah, I mean, also she didn't like. She wasn't the one who. Yeah, she could have been like, Amber, if you lure him here, that's going to be a bad idea. Yeah. Especially because Mike said he's in the mood for murder. You could have done this, unfortunately, you could do this, like, anywhere. I don't need to bring it to my house. I do think that she made a lot of bad choices. She could have said, Amber, don't text him, that's not a good idea. She could have turned them in, Mm -hmm. because Kyle was the one who did that. Mm -hmm. And she also could have told the truth when she was... In the interrogation room. She could have called she the police as well. The yeah. They, they, she, Amber, they, and they Kyle all, all tried to, to tell a different story, but, like, police were able to poke holes in it, and then it finally, like, came out. When she grabbed Amber and pulled her into a different room. They made Kyle cry. Oh, good. When she grabbed Amber and pulled her into a different room, she could have called the cops then. They had yeah. phones. They yeah. had cell phones, because Amber was texting him. This wasn't a 1970s story. Especially after, phones. like, the first gunshot going off, right. too. Yeah, she sh- like he got shot so many times. Get Charlie in the room, or get Amber in the room, and then call the police. So that's what happened to all of the, I'm going to say, minor characters. Would you like to know what happened to Mike? I would. Death. Michael Shane Vargo Jr. was also convicted, and he went to prison on December 16th, 2013. A jury voted 10 to 2 to recommend that he should face the death penalty. The circuit judge sentenced him to death, but the Supreme Court later ordered a new sentencing hearing because the jury recommendation was not unanimous. In the appeal, Vargo's attorney raised a series of issues, including that a circuit judge had not appropriately considered, quote, or, you know, mitigating factors involving Vargo having mental conditions. Hooper... Kyle was called April 3rd to testify in the resentencing trial of Michael Shane Bargo Jr. Although Judge Anthony Tatty, which I like his last name, told Hooper his testimony would not be held against him, he declined to say anything. When a prosecutor asked Kyle if he was going to answer questions, he said no and was held in contempt. But the Supreme Court majority rejected the arguments. Bargo, now 29, is an inmate at Union Correctional Institution, still on death row. The criminal contempt charge lodged against Kyle Hooper was later dismissed. So, while doing research, I found a petition online um, entitled Save the Life of Mike Bargo. Why? People are always weird about that stuff. 526 people have signed it. Hmm. The petition basically says that the court didn't take into account account all the mitigating factors. Um, This is a quote from it. The trial court found two statutory mitigators age and under the influence of extreme emotional distress, and numerous non-statutory mitigators, including the defendant suffering from frontal lobe brain damage, bipolar disorder, schizoaffective disorder, complex partial seizure disorder, hallucinations, and diminished control over inhibitions? Inhibitions. But I kind of like inhibitions. Inhibitions? He was abandoned by his father, grew up in a disadvantaged and abusive home, has a severe substance abuse problem with ag- which aggravated a neurological disorder, along with the possibility that the defendant was misdiagnosed and treated for ADHD. The creator of the petition is from Germany, who came across Mike on a, on a write-a-prisoner website. They were shocked that Bargo was so young and on death row. 
So if you guys want to sign it. Don't. I'm yeah. on it right now. Really? I'm reading through it. What's the number now? Any more signs? Hold on, I was still reading. It's at 591. Oh, 70 people. Roughly 70 people have signed it. But he... Mental illness doesn't... Excuse. No, and like so many... Like, I'm sick of people saying he came from a broken home and everything. So many people have broken homes and they don't... Kill people. Shoot someone numerous times. And he knew it was wrong because he tried to cover it up. Mm-hmm. He tried very hard to get rid of evidence. If it makes you feel any better, I don't think that 600 people are really going to have much of an effect. No. Yeah. And it says in the beginning of the thing, in parentheses, these are not my words. This petition is accredited to a woman in Germany who knows about the Bargo case. I'm helping her get the word out there by posting this petition. Why? So I feel like it's somebody in another country found it was like, oh, America and their death penalty. I, I just told you what it was. Did you? Yeah. I was probably reading the thing. The creator of the petition is from Germany who came across Mike on a write a prisoner website. So she probably was writing a prisoner, came across Mike, and then, you know, probably she, she probably fell in love with him. And it's like, save his life! Right. So to recap, Mike is on death row. Charlie has been released. I don't know what she's up to. Couldn't find anything. Um, probably change her name. And I would think so. Mm. But um, I haven't, I couldn't find anything more recent than 2020, which is when she was released. Um, James Havens was um, sentenced to 10 years in prison in 2018, so he should be out in 2028. And Amber and Kyle um, and Roach are serving life in prison. When you started this story, I was like, oh crap, Amber's probably gonna like... Convince Mike to murder Seth. No, yeah, her. I also thought that she. Was I think right. I think that she was trying to play the victim a little bit, and then Mike took it a little too far. And well, it could very well have been that Seth was an asshole of yeah. a boyfriend, and I, he shoved her around and stuff. You still don't get to shoot him, break his kneecap, burn his body, do all that shit. Hmm? Was she the only one saying that? Maybe yeah, saying? I I said allegedly because there's nothing to corroborate her. Yeah. And then I didn't know if you guys wanted to watch a little bit of this. Sure. Absolutely. All right. We're going to go watch a little bit of the interviews. You can find them on YouTube. If you just search Seth Jackson's name, it's entitled When Teen Killers Realize They've Been Caught. So. That's a series. That's amazing. Well, that was sinister. And we were sarcastic. And we hope you keep listening. Mm-hmm.